What's up, Kirk? Hey, Greg. All right. You ready to talk some fancy football? Yes, I am. All right. Good. So let's uh, let's talk quarterback rankings today. Yes. All right. Good. So uh, just so everyone knows, this is our first episode after the NFL draft. Draft. What was that? I said, did you end up watching oh, yeah. the draft? Yes, I did. At yeah. Least- at least the first good. round. All right, good. You happy with it as a Browns fan? Um, I guess. Uh, I think I don't really care unless they win. I don't really care who they draft okay. anymore. So as long as they win. As long as they win. Yeah. Which, as long as they keep it, keep it going. Yeah, yeah keep the streak alive. <laughs> All right. Hey, so – uh, again, you know, Kirk, we we sent each other our our top fifteen ranked quarterbacks. Um, there was some a lot of similarities here in our in our top quarterbacks. There's some some disparity at the end, and and so these are consensus quarterbacks. We're going to talk about sixteen. Actually, we sent each other our top ten, but we're going to turn it into our top fifteen quarterbacks here. Um, and so I, I, I just want to make it clear before we get into the rankings, though, is we, we rank these based off standard scoring, which is four points per passing touchdown. So that is, you know, we, we do have one league where there is six points per passing touchdown, um, but that is not uh, that is not how we looked at these rankings. I think we out of our four, which have four points per passing touchdown, which, which actually makes a huge difference. And we'll talk about that with some of the guys. So, you know, our, our kind of strategy when we're looking at quarterbacks, because Kirk, you and I share a team, is we do not invest heavily in them. Even though the, the, the team that we share is in an auction draft, I think we're, we're typically of the same mindset uh, in snake drafts as well, where we don't go overboard and pick uh, any quarterbacks really too high so we're we're not the ones to to go after a flashy name they they may be the nfl mvp but we recognize that they're not going to be the fantasy fantasy yeah it's it it's definitely not a priority with uh you know especially when some of those uh auction drafts or where those quarterbacks go for sometimes sometimes more than a running back um and you know you know that there's not a big drop off um from the second tier quarterbacks you could still get a lot of points out of them and and not spend a lot of money at all so it it, we don't see the value in it but we're in the minority i think when it comes to that yep absolutely so hey let's let's get right into it uh our number one consensus quarterback is a guy that i had at number one kirk you had at number two last year he was the overall number one quarterback number two in points per game uh, when you go back to 2016, he was banged up, had a had, didn't have a great year. He was in a, still uh, in the top 15. But if you go back to the years before that, he was a top five quarterback every year. That's Russell Wilson. Um, you know, the, the one thing I'll say about him is they, they lost some weapons. They lost Paul Richardson. They lost Jimmy Graham. They have no running game to, to, to speak of. So it's really going to be on his shoulders and, and Doug Baldwin's shoulders this year um but but the thing where he's very consistent he threw over 30 touchdown passes last year and he you can count on him if he's healthy to run for 500 or 600 yards 
per season. So I like him. Uh, I think he's one of the more consistent guys. He got off to a rough start in the first two games, but he was he was great. Yeah, last I, year. I don't I don't see too much of. I mean, he I have him as number two, so I don't see much of a drop off there. I mean, if he's one or two, he's he's one of the best, and you know maybe it won't be as effective as he was last year because of um, a lack of weapons or you know inexperience, but he's still going to be at the top of his game. Yep. Perfect. All right, number two consensus pick is a guy that I have at number three. Kirk, you have as your number one overall, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, last year, obviously, at the injury-shortened season, he was number seven in points per game, 2016, number one. If you go back to 2015, he was number nine. So, again, he's probably the most important guy we're speaking of when we're talking about the difference in scoring. If it's a six-point touchdown pass league, he would probably be my number one guy, but because it's four points, um, his value is lessened there. And, you know, this is one of those things where you have to pay attention to your league rules because I don't think a lot of people recognize the difference and how much of a difference that makes. But, you know, with him, he loses Jordy Nelson this year. He gains Jimmy Graham. Um, They've got a couple young running backs back there that I think he can throw the ball to. But it doesn't seem like he's, you know, Devontae Adams is his number one. So this kind of seems like maybe the worst, you know, talent at at wide receiver that he's been working with since he's been there. So it'll be an interesting year. He's a guy who will not end up on any of my rosters because I'm he's going to go in the late second, you know, third round in drafts and. I'll never invest that much in him. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think him being coming back from an injury, I think he's going to be at the top of his game. Um, now, remember, you said that he lost a not a top fifteen wide receiver in Jordy Nelson, so it doesn't seem like he's going to be missing anything there um, from your angle. Uh, I think, I think with Jimmy Graham um, and uh, Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams is definitely good enough to to be a complimentary receiver um randall cobb they i think i think their team is definitely balanced enough for him to excel and have his you know his best year in a a few years i think he's gonna bounce back in a big way and regardless of the um of the point differentials much as you're correct um i think he he could have he could have a 40 touchdown season and it really won't matter if it's four or six He'll be number one. Well, just to hit on that though, if Jordy was on the Packers, then he could be a top yeah. right. receiver. So, all right. So the next guy I'm kind of excited to talk about because when when we were looking at these rankings, uh, first of all, I have him as my overall number two guy. Kirk, you have him at right. number five. When we were looking at, you were looking at preseason average draft position and rankings, you said you were shocked that he was as high as right. number five. And then, and then when you sent me your rankings, you had him at number five. Uh, last year, he was overall number one quarterback points per game, and it wasn't even close. That's Deshaun Watson. Rookie quarterback, only played seven games last year, just kind of blew up. Um, yeah, I am excited to see what he has to offer he will not do what he did last year because his, his he was throwing one touchdown for every 6.6 passes or excuse me 6.6 completions which is just not something that is sustainable uh, but he can run we'll see what the ACL injury does uh, as far as that goes but he's got some 
some great big play receivers. And I, I'm excited. Uh, you know, I, I think he's going to go in a position to work, but I, I would be excited to have him on. on yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, uh, I guess when I was doing these um, rankings, I had him reorganized a couple times. I think I had him down as far as uh, like, like eight or nine just because he was so good. Um, it's hard. It's hard after an injury like that to predict what he's going to do. Not to mention, everybody you know who who saw him play has all his game film now. They've had a chance to, you know, let it sink in. I don't think he'll be as effective, but I, I'm. I guess I'm ready to be shocked by having him the number five quarterback. So, I mean, really, the people I have ahead of him are Tom Brady and Carson Wentz. So it's not like he's. You know, in you know, in, in on the sidelines at all, he is definitely in the forefront of my plans as a quarterback. If I could try to find him, but we'll see. Yeah. Okay, so getting to one of those names uh, tied at number three with Deshaun Watson is Tom Brady. I have him at number four. Kirk, you have mm-hmm. him at number three. Uh, last year, he was only number six points per game, but you know, in the years preceding that, he's been a top three quarterback year in and year out uh he lost some some talent this year uh they lose brandon cooks danny amendola Dion lewis you know gronk is you know he's coming back but it seems like that situation's up in the air tom brady just in the news today doesn't really answer uh if he feels appreciated in new england is it's just kind of a weird off season i guess for that team you know i have him in our dynasty or in our keeper league. And I have to keep him. He would cost me $21 out of a $200 budget. And I am really torn about that. Uh, last year he did not, you know, you, you actually traded him to me and I felt great about that, but he did not blow up like I thought he would. Uh, a lot of games, I just was not excited to have him, And, and I'm really unsure what I'm going to do with him. He's very consistent, but he just it was not great last year or so. Uh, but again, we have him as our consensus tied for number three. Quarterback. Yeah, the with with him, you know, it, it's weird. He doesn't do what other quarterbacks do when when they lose players. It doesn't seem to affect him. If anything, it makes it easier for him to distribute the ball to whoever's open. Uh, he did have that fluky year with uh, Randy Moss, but that was kind of freaky because he just was able to throw the ball up and Randy would catch it. But in most years. They, you know, they, he'll lose a player that's that was his best receiver. And the next year, other people just seem to get the ball in their hands. And, you know, I think I think as long as he's healthy and as long as he's got zip in his arm and he, there's no drop off, it doesn't matter. As long as everybody runs a decent route and can catch, he'll get them the ball. They don't need to be a big name or have a big playmaker. So I think he's going to be. You know, again, as a forty-something-year-old player, uh, I think he's going to be a top three. Okay, Carson Wentz, we have him as our consensus five. I have him at five. Kirk, you have him at four. Last year was number three overall points per game. He was kind of like Deshaun Watson, not as freaky, but but his touchdown ratio, you know, attempts per you know uh, compared to touchdowns was historically high that will definitely go down um, yeah that's a team that wants to run the ball uh the, you know, even though they get rid of LeGarrette Blount well it'll be interesting to see how much they put on Wentz's shoulders the other thing is his injury came late in the year so you know we make these rankings 
you know, assuming that everybody's hundred percent healthy, but you know, because his injury happened so late, we can't say that he will be healthy. So he, he's one that is still up in the air. Don't be surprised if his ranking changes closer to August when it is actual draft time. But, but he's a guy that, that I would love to have, you know, and he may be one because of the injury who's maybe more attainable or somebody I would attain, you know, maybe sixth, seventh, eighth round in, in some drafts. Yeah, I, I, I really just like him. Um, I wish Cleveland would have drafted him. Um, he just he seems very calm and patient in the pocket and um, always knows what to do. And hopefully the knee injury won't scare him away. Um, yeah, I have him at four. And the more I think about it, I think, yeah, is he he may be the fourth best quarterback when healthy and able to move around. Um, he may not be after looking at it at the end of the year when you, you see the growing pains of him trying to um, adapt to the injury. So, you know, this, it, I didn't have a good time with these rankings because I think it's just so dependent on injuries and, and how they, how they recover. And it's more or less when they're healthy and, I, I guess I didn't take that in consideration, but keep going. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember who who had him in the uh, in our keeper league and and what his price was, but I think they got a pretty good deal on him. That's an interesting one, though. Is you know if you have you know could you get him cheaper in a dynasty or keeper league? And you know in a year like this year when uh, you know he's coming off the injury, that may be a steal for you and. and may not pay off this next year but maybe in yeah. the long run he's an he's an investment yep yeah. okay um all right so let's see so at number six we both have this player ranked at number six last year number five overall points per game that's cam newton uh, kind of returned to form a little bit after a a really down and inconsistent year uh three years ago though he was the overall number one and just just really tore it up. Uh, you know, he, he's, he was back to over 700 rushing yards last year. His, his rushing attempts and touchdowns went went up. He needs some better weapons on the outside. Greg Olson, old, old faithful, you know, was hurt last year, and he's uh, – this may be, may be his last year. They get rid of Jonathan Stewart, so you don't know if – Christian McCaffrey is going to assume the same kind of pass catching role, or if he's going to be there for the hundred plus targets that he was last year, or if he's going to be more of a stereotypical running back. So there are some question marks there for Cam Newton, but yeah, his I, I would it, you know he he you got to you got to expect the drop off at some point with those yardage, you know, with the rushing yards. Um, I don't think that's going to come anytime uh, this year or even next year, um, barring an injury, but. He he still has an active arm. He's still assuming assuming the offense is rolling okay. He looks great. So I I think six is a perfect spot for him. And you know it's probably you know not so much optimistic, but just right on the money. So I think he'll be you know right in the middle of the road in top ten. Yep. Okay. Uh, moving on, number seven. We both had this player ranked at number eight. Last year was number 13 points per game. So he was not a quarterback number one, which is is just unreal because in the years preceding last year, he was a, a consistent top five, usually the, you know, top three quarterback, and that's Drew Brees. You know, I mean, ever since he's moved to New Orleans, he's been lighting it up. 
that did not happen last year. They kind of went back to the formula for when they won the Super Bowl, which is running the ball and incorporating multiple running backs. And, you know, when we had our running backs ranking show, they, we had two of their running backs in the top ten, which is unheard of. Uh, there's no reason for them to change that. I know they they beefed up their defense in the offseason. So Drew Brees is kind of a – he's a little bit of a question mark. But but the one thing I, I do think is his – at least his touchdowns will, will go way up. His his attempts and yards may not, but his touchdowns will definitely go up next year. And, uh, again, he may be somebody who's more attainable than some of the other guys we've talked about. It's so funny. We don't talk about him, but I was thinking the exact same thing is, is he, he may be more of an efficient quarterback uh, when it comes to points and touchdowns. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to say the exact same thing. Attempts may go down, but his completions will probably go up. His yards will go down, but he'll probably get more touchdown passes just because of the way the offense is going to run. And those, the running backs will be beneficiaries of it, but, you know, you're just not going to have that, you know, 500-yard game with, you know, 45 attempts. I mean, it, sh- it should be more of a, yeah. you know, reliable uh, passing attempts and, you know, consistency because that's that should be the formula for them if they want to win. If he's throwing the ball too much, yeah, I, it's probably going to be a problem. Yeah, I think he's got four 5,000-yard seasons. Last year he was at 4,300 yards, but only 23 touchdowns last year. Again, I think we can see that maybe up to 28, 30, 32 yeah. touchdowns. So. I agree. All right, so this is where we start to get a little bit yeah. funky. This is where we start to separate a little bit. Uh, next, uh, number eight is Kirk Cousins. I have him at number 10. You have him at number seven. Not too much disparity there. He's been a quarterback number one every year. He's been a starter at Washington. However, you know, just had the big offseason uh, free agent move and, and signed with Minnesota on that, that monster fully guaranteed contract. He's got better weapons, uh, a better run game compared to Washington. Uh, he can definitely sling it. But he's never been a huge touchdown guy, and I, I just think, you know, going to that to that new system, new team, there, there's a lot of variables there that uh, it would not shock me if he was somebody who ended up around the 15 to 18th best quarterback just because he's getting to yeah, having to learn a whole new offense. I, I agree with that last point about where he could, where his, his, his uh, bottom line is or his worst, you know, worst mark. I could see that, but I, I tend to think he's going to a much better, more balanced offense. Um, I don't think that that, that he's going to have too much of a problem, uh, especially in the long run with, getting the ball into the right people's hands. Um, so, and, and he has, he has a dynamic running back that can do both catch and, and run with the ball. So I think there's going to be a lot of balance. Um, and I think you'll see that his numbers, while they may not be glorious or, you know, he may not like dominate a week. I think at the end of the year, he's, he's a top 10 quarterback. That's why I have him at number seven. Okay. So, this next one, I want to caveat, and I have—I feel like I have to mention it again. At the beginning of the rankings, we said this is assuming there is no injuries, assuming everyone's healthy, and that is the biggest thing for this guy, and that's Andrew Luck. Uh, 
you know, I have him at number nine. Kirk, you have him at mm-hmm. number 11. I think he's a guy, if he's fully healthy, he could be the number one overall quarterback. He's a guy who's definitely going to be attainable uh, in drafts, even if he's he's fully healthy, because people are going to be so jaded from moving up to, to pick him last year when he didn't play the, the entire season. But when he does play, he's just – he he's just so capable of having those huge games and, and winning you weeks. There's a lot of question marks though. That that team is bad. He's got T. Y. Hilton and really nobody else. You know, uh, Marlon Mack is kind of an exciting player, but he can run really well. I, he he's somebody though that I, I if if he's starting to throw an actual NFL size football again, which he hasn't done yet, uh, he's somebody I'll be looking at very closely because I think. I think he's maybe the first of these quarterbacks that I'd, I'd start looking at taking. You know, I, I feel like you could get him in maybe the ninth, tenth, or eleventh round in a, in a typical snake draft. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's tough to rank because you just haven't seen him. You don't really know what his arm's going to be like. Um, his legs are healthy. I mean, that's kind of a good thing, but. Is he going to be tentative to run and get tackled? Is he going to be a smart guy and slide? So I, I'm optimistic about him on a personal note, but I don't, I don't know how to rank him. So I, I, I just put him just out of the top ten just for that reason, just because you know I don't, I don't think he can keep up with, uh, with what he used to do. And you know, going forward, you buy now. Maybe it's a low, it's a low dollar amount in auction league. Um, for uh, uh, for a, a redraft every year, you could probably snag him for a low dollar amount in the dynasty. And then, like you said, late in the, in the round, I don't think people are going to be worried about him. So you could, you know, get him as your starting quarterback and probably feel pretty good. Well, yeah, and that's that's the thing. He he's one where regardless of what happens, I I, I think we both kind of split mm-hmm. the difference with him. So if he's healthy, I can see him moving up in yeah. both our rankings. And if he's not, he'll he'll be off our board and, and undraftable. I can tell you this though, that in our keeper league, uh, you know he he went for seven dollars last year because of the question marks. And I can and tell he didn't you play that. It down. And he didn't play it down. And I can tell you he he will be thrown back into the pot. Now, that is a guarantee. He will be thrown back into the pot this year. So that's he's going to be one that that's really interesting. Mm. So we'll see how that goes. All right, finally the the last quarterback in our top ten. Now this one is where we had the largest disparity, yep. and that's Ben Roethlisberger. I have him all the way up at number seven. Kirk, you have him at fourteen, and I want I want to tell you his rankings points per game the last three years. And, I, and I'll tell you, I, I'm a Steelers fan, and this shocked me. He was number nine number eight, and number nine. Those are his rankings the last three years. Um, I, and that shocked me because I, I didn't feel like he he did that well. He is a little bit inconsistent. His home and road splits are that, – that is a real thing to where he is dynamite at home and he is junk on the road. Um, but he's been a top-ten quarterback the, the last three years. Uh, I think this year, you know, they added some more weapons in the draft and – and, and, and this offense, the offensive line, they've been working together for so many years that he's he's someone I would feel very safe picking. Um, you probably have more appropriate, appropriately ranked. 
but but he's somebody I will definitely have on some of my teams this year. Uh, I just, you know, he's got the best weapons, I think, by far of any other quarterback in the league. There's no excuses for him not to be a top yeah, 10 quarterback. Yeah, 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 100% agreed that he, he should be a top 10 quarterback based on his team. Um, I think he's going to be affected by Todd Haley not being there. Um, I know he didn't get along with him, but Todd Haley, as you've discussed plenty of times, protected him, and he played a full season almost every year that Todd Haley's been there. Um, I'm not saying he's going to get injured, but it was that way, that play calling that kept him on the field and he was not banged up. I think the play calling will, will be modified to suit his desires, and I think that could ultimately make him a, a more negative-rated quarterback because he he needs somebody to tell him what to do. I, I He'll hold the ball too long and, you know, think – I don't – I just don't think – I think he'll be affected by the change more than you will think he is. Um, I don't yeah. know. I just – Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like he just didn't like Haley personally. I don't know that the offense will change that much. I mean, it's – you know, Randy Fickner hasn't been an offensive coordinator since his days in college when Mike Tomlin was a wide receiver right. coach for him. So, so uh, you really don't know what to expect. I, I don't think it will yeah. change. Well, as long as as long as they run the ball and and incorporate that a lot, it takes a lot of the pressure off of him. He should be upright and he should be fine. I mean, yeah, maybe I'm ranking him based on what I hope he is. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. Um, well, yeah, I have, some, right. I have my sponsor um, uh, knocking on my door, waiting to for us to talk about them, and they're they're the Courtside Cafe. Um, they've been bringing you edible food that will have you wishing you would, you would have went to Taco Bell. Mention our show, um, Fancy Football, and they will throw in some Pepto-Bismol. So that's nice. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so it's, it's my distinct pleasure to talk about our other sponsor and, and, and really just to, to support a, a great friend of the show's. And, and support the latest edition, and that's the Fred Zielinski's Book of Poetry, titled Money Grubbin' Winter Nights, edition number three. You can find such gems as the poem Wayward Squidward, and I'm going to read this poem to you. I think Squidward is a smoker because no way that thing has that many wrinkles without smoking. And my personal favorite, <laughs> which is called It Is Like a Circle. As it does in the circle of life, everything comes full circle. <laughs> Thanks, Fred. Yeah, so it's very, very insightful. You will not be no. disappointed. He has an opinion on everything. Everything, especially women. Money yeah. grubbing hoes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So, <laughs> moving on uh moving on to number 11 on our list he's a guy that i had at rank number 11 kirk you had at number 12 the last three years he's been right about there 10 11 14 the last three years in points per game and that's matthew stafford he's a guy that, that we've had on some of our teams and he can he's kind of like ben he can be frustrating at times and disappear but uh, but you you know that 
you know, they, they, they signed like Eric Blunt this year, which I guess will help the running game a little bit, but, but this is his team. It's going to be in his shoulders. Wouldn't be surprised if he threw for 5,000 yards, he supported 2000 yard receivers last year. His big thing is he, he just needs to throw more touchdowns, but he, he now, now we're kind of getting into the category of quarterbacks that you can expect to have on, on, on my team. And I'd be happy to take him in any way. Yeah. It's, it's funny that we, there, there are certain names that you and I identify in the redraft league for auction that we're hoping to get for a dollar. And, and it's it when you look at the overall production of them, there's not a whole lot of drop off, and yet we'll, someone will spend forty or you know thirty five dollars on Russell Wilson, or Aaron Rodgers, and yeah, they'll score them twenty points a game or twenty two or whatever, and we'll have a Matt Stafford or a Philip Rivers or whatever that we paid a buck for, or somebody else will do the same thing, and they'll they'll it'll be fifteen sixteen points a game, and. He, it just doesn't justify spending all that money. And he's, I think, you know, he, yeah, this is, this is where I think you're going to see a lot of drop off in those types of leagues um, to where you can just, you can get a great quarterback for nothing. And I, I love Matt Stafford to be on my team in that type of a league and period. You just love, I him, love him. Like, like a like a girl like a woman loves a rich guy. All right, mm-hmm. moving on. Yeah. <laughs> you, you I'm are all right. right. <laughs> Just thinking about him. About Matt Stafford. Hey, so so just but just to kind of hammer that home, if I were to ask you how many more points per game Aaron Rodgers had last year than uh, than Matt Stafford, what would you say? Three, maybe. One point four. Okay, yeah. So, where where can you expect to get Aaron Rodgers versus Matt Stafford? Say that again. What was that again? Where in a draft could you expect to get Aaron Rodgers versus Matthew Stafford? Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers in in an auction league is going for thirty forty bucks. In a snake draft, he's uh-huh. you know second second round matt stafford you know you're you're drafting him you know seven eight nine rounds later yep so so and and what i think people need to 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 understand is you know last year you know you could have maybe drafted you know a number two yeah Devontae adams Mm -hmm. versus somebody who's going around matthew stafford would be like you know, it would be a backup running back or, or maybe your number five receiver on a team. That's the difference in what we're talking about and waiting for quarterbacks and snake mm-hmm. drafts. So, okay. Uh, hey, moving on. So is another guy we kind of talked about in the same ilk uh, of uh, Matthew Stafford. That's Phillip Rivers, a guy, he, again, he's a guy I'll, I'll wait for all day. He's, he always hovers right around the number 12 or 13 spot. Uh, and he's, you know, that's what I, I had him at 12, Kirk, you have mm-hmm. him at 13. I, I think with Mike Williams, their, their first round pick last year, who was injured most of the year, he'll be back this year. They've got Tyrell Williams. And of course, you know, uh, Keenan Allen, who we love Melvin Gordon can catch out of the backfield, Hunter Henry. I just think he's got a ton of weapons. They have a great defense. I expect them to win the AFC West. I, I, 
I really like Philip Rivers this year, and and he's somebody again. I, you can expect to be on some of my. I'm not going to say much because that's exactly how I would I feel about him. He, um, his only enemy is his age. That's it. And you just, again, he's one of those guys. When he drop off, I don't think you're gonna you're gonna notice it. it it'll be a more gradual decline because he's he's a headsy kind of guy. He'll he'll make the play calls to suit him up. So good for yeah. Phil. So I. Uh... I, there's no reason for me to say this, but I feel the need to say it outside of any Pittsburgh Steeler. He is, he is my favorite player in the NFL. So if the Steelers are out of it, I root for the Chargers. Because yeah. They're, they are fun to watch. Yeah. All right. Uh, another one coming up now uh, tied with Phillip rivers for number 12. is a guy that we have, again, a big disparity on. I have him ranked at 15. Kirk, you have him at 10. Uh, and that's Matt Ryan. Uh, I, I, Huge down year last year after being, you know, a top uh, top three quarterback two years ago in this in his Super Bowl year. Uh, I just I don't know. I, he he's another guy who can be frustrating if you've owned him. I, I've owned him before and very inconsistent. He's great at home, bad on the road. That team just goes through funks. Uh, he's he's got a ton of weapons and really no excuses, but. You know, you you have him as a top ten guy, so maybe you can make. Yeah, the case for I him. I think it's you know yeah he had a bad year last year, and I think he's going to bounce back. I um I assuming health for all his players, uh he has a lot of weapons, and I just think he'll just show the, that he's a he's a top ten quarterback. I don't again no excuses for why he shouldn't be. So that's where I that's why I put him where he where he is. Okay. All right. Now, hey, now we're starting to get into the guys to where one of us had ranked in the top 15 and the other did not. The first one is a guy I, I would tell you this. Is, this is your Jordy Nelson of the quarterback picks. Yep. Um, the one that shocked me the most that you had him this high. That's Jared Goff. Again, I do not have ranked in the top 15. You have him at yes. number nine. You know, he, he had a very good year last year. He was the number 11 points per game guy. He did not – I don't know that he looked great doing it. I, I, I think a lot of that was he was assisted with catch or you know, runs after the catch. Uh, he's got some great weapons. They added Brandon Cooks this year. So, um, he, you know, they got a great defense too. So, things are kind of lining up for him. But I, I don't know that I, I'd feel confident enough to pick him. He's a guy I'd, I'd feel great streaming if they had a great matchup. But I don't know. I, I'm staying away from him. But – let me know why you think he's the number well, nine. Now, now that's funny because I I have him number nine uh, because of all the things you mentioned, and I probably wouldn't feel comfortable with my ranking um, enough to spend the money or to draft him early. Um, it that I think that that's just more of a he should be uh, continue to get better. He should have a better opportunity to to score more points because he has a better team and a better defense. So I'm putting him more or less where he should be at the end of the year. I don't know if I believe it either, but there's no reason for him uh, to not be a top 10 quarterback based on his, you know, the improvements they made this offseason. All right. I just want, I just want to read the quarterbacks that you have ranked after him. Yes. You have him at nine. You have Matt Ryan at 10. Andrew Luck yeah. at 11, Stafford at 12, Rivers at 13, Ben yeah. at 14. And you still feel okay with that? Yeah, I'm all right. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have a little upset stomach, but that's uh, not because of him. <laughs> he is unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so next guy is a guy that I have ranked. He was the – and you do not. I have him ranked at number 13. He was the number four points per game quarterback last year. It was really number one for the majority of the, the season. That's Alex mm-hmm. Smith. Obviously, change of scenery. He was traded to the Redskins. He'll have inferior yes. weapons, but you know, I mean, so that is that is a that is a a real challenge for him. Inferior weapons and inferior yeah. coaching. I think you know, Jay Gruden is is a moron. Um, obviously, any team that gets rid of Kirk Cousins, I, you know, just doesn't fall in love with him. I, I think that I think they're morons. Yeah. But Alex Smith just seems to overcome any situation he comes into. You know, he he was very good in San Francisco before before he left. You know, obviously struggled maybe the first five, six years of his career. Very good in San Francisco before he left. Very good every year in Kansas City. And he's a guy that doesn't need great talent. He can spread it around. And if some of those receivers and tight ends can stay healthy, I, I, I would expect him to have a, another kind of similar year to last year. Maybe not as flashy, but. But I think he'll be, you know, again, I have him at 13, which is not a quarterback number one, but I think he'll be he'll be up there. He'll be a stream. Of I, I couldn't disagree with you more on this. Uh, you, you kind of start to say the things that I agree with and then and then you just flip around and say, but I think he'll be the same. He doesn't have a, a down the field threat, which he was just getting used to last year um, with Tyreek Hill. He doesn't really um, have any dominating, you know, uh, run game to say unless you know their their recent draft pick turns out to be you know someone that can stay on the field and is quality. I I think you're going to see an Alex Smith that uh, is gonna is gonna be a short completion. He'll probably have a high completion percentage, a lot of lot of lot of attempts, a lot of uh, completions. But I don't think you're gonna get yards. I don't think you're gonna get touchdowns. Um, and it's not because of his ability, because I'm with you. I think he's he's pretty good. I just don't think he's going to have the coaching staff that's going to highlight his – I think he's just going to throw a lot of dink and dunk passes that aren't going to be turning into much. So, And he's getting old, too. Okay. And and that's fine. But, you know, that, that offense has messed up and as bad as it's been has produced a number one quarterback for the last three years. And that's Kirk cousins. I don't think the talent disparity is that great between the two. And I'd be fine with picking Alex Smith. Good for you. Uh, The next guy. Yeah. I'm moving on. (laughs) Uh, The next guy is another guy that I have ranked at 14 and you don't have ranked at all. And I don't feel comfortable about this. Uh, but uh, that's Dak Prescott. I have it number 14. You don't have ranked. I think Zeke playing the whole year should help a lot. You know, they they just released Des Bryant. They signed Deontay Thompson and Alan Hearns. That's that's not a great receiving core. Uh, Jason Witten seems to be, you know, retiring. Uh, Dak can do it a little bit with his legs, which which I like. And but he just looked so good for the first season and a half of his career, and it was really the second half of last season, which it, when he looked uh, atrocious. So 
again, he's a huge question mark. I just, uh, you know, he, this is one of those things where I had success with him in his rookie year. You know, I owned him in a couple teams, so I may be jaded with this ranking, but he's somebody I think is talented enough to climb back into, you know, into the top 15. Again, where I have him ranked is not as a quarterback number one, so not somebody I'm looking to draft, but somebody who I may want to stream if he's Well, available. here, just to, just to, just to uh, throw this a little bit back at you, you're – who you have ranked uh, behind him is Matt Ryan, and and who who I yeah. have uh, ranked in the top you know fifteen, and I have at number fourteen is Ben, and I have Derek Carr. I, I feel like you're you're giving him a lot of credit based on the first year and how he looked, and I think based on what you just said and how he's going to have a completely different roster, who's probably going to have to rely on Zeke a lot more. He's going to resort back to that, you know, under 20 passing attempt game. And in order for him to score any amount of points, it's going to be with his feet. Um, I mean, that could be a big surprise, but I just don't think he stacks up in the top 15 at the end of the year. Yeah. So, so just to counter that, his rookie year, he was number right. six overall right. quarterback. Right, right. Okay. Last year, as bad as he looked, he was the number fourteen quarterback, which is exactly where and I, I think have him. Keep falling. So I don't. He's not going to be I, the yogurt I, I, commercial I, spokesperson anymore after this year. I'm calling it right now. Is he going to complain he, about women talking about routes? He's 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 just. He, I, I don't know. I think he may go for the sugar so, one. The sugar. Uh, I think yo plate. You think you think in the play. you think in the words in the words of in the words of Matty Ogle he no cam <laughs> he no cam we all know it yeah he no he's cam. he's yeah he might as well start uh, uh, advertising cigarettes or something like that because he's done. <laughs> all right. Uh, so the last player that we had ranked was the guy you just mentioned who I don't have ranked at all. I'm not touching him. I don't want him. You have him at 15, so he's on the fringe of your rankings. That's Derek Carr with the Raiders. Uh, he he had a, a great one-two punch last year in receivers and a and a good running game, and and he just kind of crapped the bed. Uh, so I'll, I'll let you make. Well, the case I, I will. Amari uh, uh, Cooper, yeah, Mari Cooper great. sucked last year. And he's and he's and he's not on and the he's team on anymore. the team, and so I think it was going to be a okay. bounce back year. But I have a top; he's a top ten uh, wide receiver this year, um, and and, <laughs> yeah. and and a coach and a coach who's in love with him. So I think if nothing yeah. else, it, he's going to get all the opportunity to um, throw the ball over the yard and and showcase his ability because of Gruden, and it may be to his deficit. But I think you're going to get a lot more pass attempts and a lot more down the field um, uh, attempts to where it Good. could lead to a lot of big things. He may actually be a top ten quarterback by the end of the year, and you may be thinking, Kirk, you uh, are smart. Yeah, he was the number twenty four quarterback last year. Only only two spots behind uh, Matt Ryan, who is the well. I guess this guys. makes sense. I have Matt Matt Ryan in ten, and he's uh, just a little bit behind him in fifteen with the top ten. Well, I mean, I don't. I think it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm crazy for having Dak Prescott in the top fifteen. Yes, eight spots better or ten spots better than yes. Dak Carlos. You are crazy. All right. Very good. Hey, uh, just just two more guys 
I think I, I'd like to talk about that we didn't have in our rankings, but I think they're streamable guys. And again, would not be shocked if they finished within the top 15. The first guy is Jimmy Garoppolo, who has never, ever lost an NFL game. That, that's got to be some kind of record. Uh, yeah, but the, the, the cool thing was to see him actually thrown for 300 plus yards in some of those games with, with, the weapons he had in San Francisco, which was really Marquise Goodwin and no right. one else. Um, but the only issue with him is in the six games he played, he only had seven touchdowns. You know, Pierre Garçon coming back should help. You know, they, they drafted a, a, a talented wide receiver in the second round. Um, but is, is the one thing I, I want to ask you is, is he, is he a product? Is, is he a product of the hype train? Um, the, you know, being the Patriots backup quarterback going to the new team and, and because of the wins, are people going to be jaded? Are, are they going to overdraft him or is he actually somebody who's a viable starting quarterback? Well, I, I think he will be overdrafted, but I, when you look at where, when he came out of college, they were really high on him. They thought he was, you know, pretty good. They, you know, he definitely had limitations, but they thought he went to a good program. Um, I think he's going to, I think his potential is not necessarily a top 10, but getting up in the top 15 without a doubt. So I think people are going to still overdraft him because of, um, well, because people just make stupid decisions. Um, but he should be, he should be way down in your list of people, um, in the snake draft. And you, if you're spending more than a dollar for him in any other league, you got to rethink your strategy. Yeah. Okay. Hey, the the other one I want to talk about is Pat Mahomes. You know, taking over for Alex Smith in Kansas City. You know, Kansas City traded up to draft him at number ten last year's draft. He started one game. Uh, seemed seemed to look okay. You know, he's known for the big arm, which is kind of the anti Alex Smith. He's got a ton of weapons there. You know, they just signed Sammy Watkins. They've got Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, Travis Kelsey. That offense could, could be a lot of fun to watch, but is he the guy there? Well, he what is the think? guy there. I don't think they're going to start anybody else uh, over him. Um, it, what The odd thing is, if I remember correctly, uh, Alex Smith was one of the more accurate deep ball quarterbacks last year. And so if he is yep. has any – similarities as far as accuracy that's going to be really huge because that's his that's his game but it could it with that reputation that should you know you know plus they have a burner they you know those two guys take the tops off of the defense so i would think that um (laughs) as long as he's able to stay within himself and and complete the passes he needs to complete rather than taking those chances you know who could be good but only the only way I'm drafting him is in that dynasty league, and if I can, I don't think he's going to be available. Um, but you know that would be the only time. Any other league, you could find somebody else that's better. Yeah, I want to say he he's he's somebody who's who's already taken maybe maybe High Joe Johnson. Yeah, High Joe Johnson got him for a dollar last year. You know, could keep him for a dollar or six dollars yeah. this year. That that'll be an interesting yeah. one. Might as well uh, see if he's still available. Yeah, he he looks like yeah he's got Jameis and Dak Prescott, so he'll probably 
you know, Pat, he'll probably keep Mahomes, and, and we'll talk about that yeah. in a later show. But, again, he's going to be an interesting player yeah. to watch. All right, hey, so so that's really it for our rankings. Uh, the other thing that we kind of want to talk about is just, you know, on the heels of the draft, just, just some of the top draft picks. You know, it was kind of historic. We had five quarterbacks taken in the mm-hmm. first round. Yeah, that, that's the most since the, the famous 84 draft where there were six quarterbacks taken in the first round. Um, and then, so I'd, I'd like to talk about each of those five quarterbacks. And then, of course, the sixth quarterback who was taken in the third round uh, because he went right. to the Steelers. And he was also considered to possibly be taken in the first round. So the very first one, and I'll let you talk yeah. about this one, because you're a Browns fan, is number one overall pick, Baker Mayfield, to the Cleveland Browns. What do you make of that? How do you feel about it? Uh, fantasy implications. Are there any this year? There, is he, is he going to be able to come in you know, week 10 and, and overtake the job from Tyron um, Taylor? With all due respect to Baker, I hope he never sees the field this year. And I, I mean that in all kindness to him. I, the more I learn about him, the more I like him rather than uh, the antithesis of uh, of that would be the more I read about uh, Johnny Manziel, the more I hated him. Um, Baker has the attitude, and I think there's a lot of superficial things that you could associate with Johnny Manziel, but um, at the core of it, he wasn't given a lot. He wasn't considered good enough, and he had to fight and win for it. So I think while I think his skills are limited, um, his attitude may uh, have him rise a little bit higher than what people think he should be, but I hope he never sees a field because then that means that they're probably winning and Tyrod Taylor is more than uh, sufficiently holding that spot. So that's my optimistic attitude towards him. I hope we see him in two years. All right. And so our, no, and our no keeper fantasy league. implications at all. I hope. Okay. Well, our keeper league, uh, would you put a Say dollar again? on him? In our keeper league, would you oh, put absolutely. a dollar on? Yeah, him? in our keeper, in our keeper league, okay. yeah, absolutely. I would, I would take him, um, partially because I'm a fan, and partially because there's, there's five of them, and I want to get one of them, at least. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So, oh, well, let me ask you: who, who is the player that you hope they would take at number one? Who I, who I wanted um, was, was uh, Sam. Uh, as far as okay. Was who Sam Donald? Yeah. Who who the Jets took yeah. at number three, and why? Why? And and what do you think um, of that? I I liked his personality a little bit better when they talk about him. Um, I feel like he he has that leadership mentality that you look that's more uh, characteristic of of uh, of a Tom Brady or a um, Russell Wilson. They do the right things. They say the right things. They're you know team first. Um, he doesn't want the attention thrown his way. Um, and he just, I think his, his presence in the, in the, you know, in is very little that we know about him. I, I felt more comfortable with him. Um, I don't know anything about how he played at USC other than what the scouting report said, but, uh, and they seemed to think he was the best. So I was kind of defaulting to them. So he he goes to a team where they re-signed Josh McCown. They also signed Teddy Teddy Bridgewater, yeah. 
there any chance that Sam Darnold sees the field this year? Yes, because the the two most fragile people are on the roster. I mean, all they need is Sam Bradford to be in front, you know, on the roster too. And I think it's almost guaranteed he's going to see the field, not because of lack of quality of play, but I don't think they're going to survive. Okay. Uh, number three, uh, the third quarterback taken was Josh Allen. He went to the Buffalo Bills, who signed uh, AJ McCarron. Uh, why can't yeah AJ McCarron? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and, and and a move that I think a lot of people were shocked by because I think a lot of people thought that AJ McCarron may get an actual shot at, to to start and hold. A, a starting position for for a few years in the NFL. He goes to the Bills. It looks to be maybe a one year yeah. rental uh, for him. So they they draft a quarterback at number seven. So what what do you think about that situation? And is well, I mean, you can talk about both of them. Is AJ McCarron somebody who you would look at? Do you think he has a chance to keep that job? And as Josh Allen, is there any fantasy? I think there? I think when when we look back on this uh, after this year's over, I think a lot of Buffalo Bills fans are going to be like, I, I kind of miss Tyrod Taylor. Um, I don't think AJ is going to be anything special, but I don't think he's going to lose the job because um, Josh Allen's issues are um, he's racist. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and he's inaccurate. And that's the big thing. This is, I don't know uh, how you gain accuracy as a, as a quarterback when you get to a much tougher level. Um, so I, I think that's going to be a plaguing situation for him. You may look at him as just a sh- slightly shorter version of Brock Osweiler going down the field. So I, I'm glad Cleveland didn't draft him. I didn't want him at all. And he's racist. If it ain't white, it ain't right. I, I believe is, you know, what's that? Is what Josh yeah. Allen? Is. If it ain't white, it yes. ain't right. That's right. I think is what Josh that's, Allen said. That's so right. we'll see how we'll see how uh, Lashawn McCoy made. You know, he had a great relationship with Richie Incognito, so we'll, I, I have no doubts that he'll get along with Josh yeah. Allen just fine. Uh, all right, so. So it seems like you don't like no. Josh Allen. Uh, but the next quarterback we'll talk about, I think, has instantly entered the list of the top five NFL players that I can't stand the most or, or will root against the hardest, and that's Josh Rosen, uh, who the Arizona Cardinals traded up to draft. And as as much of a a D bag as I think Baker Mayfield is Josh Rosen is that much worse. And I, I, you know, I know a lot of people, I think after Sam Darnold or, or maybe equal to Sam Darnold had him maybe the second best quarterback or rated quarterback in this draft. I just can't help, but hope he <laughs> fails. Uh, you know, they, they have uh, Sam Bradford there who, you know, I think Sam Bradford may be a guy who could work his way into the top 15, again, if he stays healthy, right. healthy, which is not something any any of us are expecting. But, but you know, maybe he'll get to sit for a year. Uh, but, yeah, he, he's well, – what, what do you think of him? And is he's 
one that you think has any fantasy implications this year? Well, before uh, before we got on the phone or got on this uh, on this uh, show, I starred his name as far as the drafted players because um, uh, he re- he he couldn't I couldn't get away from it when he was sitting there in the in the re- draft room just steaming with his mouth just breathing out hot air. I just thought he's Eli Manning to a T and, and <laughs> I don't like him, but I think he has an absolute great shot at being on the field quickly uh, and, and without having any threat to um, being um, overtaken because Sam Bradford will probably get breathed on heavily um, by a, a lineman in, in, in practice or in the game and his knee will just crumble and then he'll never be able to play football again until next year when signing for yeah. another team. And I think Josh Rosen's he has enough skills uh, naturally to look really, really good. Um, and I think I think he has a decent shot of, of actually playing a huge chunk of games this year um, and looking pretty good because of the quality of the team he has around him. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, I want to say this is going to be Sam Bradford's last year, but he'll probably sign with another team yeah. for $25 million. Yes, yes. He's a, he's a genius. Uh, okay. Well, good. I ho- hopefully Mike Lennon, who is just a taller version of Josh Rosen, uh, will not get in the way of his, his success. Yeah, he won't. He won't. Uh, so the, yeah, so the next guy I'm so excited to talk about because this pick made me so happy because I talked about Josh Rosen being one of my most hated players in the NFL already. Uh, probably the player I hate the most is Joe Flacco. And the Ravens trade up to draft Lamar Jackson, who uh, I do I, – I, first of all, I don't see this working out very well in Baltimore, but what this also means is that – Joe Flacco has fallen out of favor with uh, the folks in Baltimore, and this will probably be his last year there because of the overly expensive contract he signed after he won the Super Bowl, you know, four years, five years ago, whatever it was. Uh, So what do you think of Lamar Jackson? Does he have any shot to be, you know, quarterbacks like him just never seem to, to make it other than a year or two of, random success so does he have any shot to be fantasy relevant this year or well I, I i am hoping to god he gets to be on the field this year um uh and and it would be lovely if he just outplayed joe flacco i don't see that happening um because i'm with you i just i i when they when they trade up for this i thought great let's just get let let joe flacco fade into the distance and never play football again. And I hope Lamar is successful enough um, to earn the job. But I mean, it's all with his legs. He's going to have if he makes it on the field, he could be a he could be one of those sensations that you you want to jump on now and then get rid of. He could he could have the quality games uh, points wise is like a Dak Prescott early on because people aren't going to be able to keep up with him physically. Um, uh, with his legs, and then after that, it'll just be downhill. He's not going to last, but I hope he does. All right. 
the last of the quarterbacks, the rookie quarterbacks we'll talk about is is one that's near and dear to my heart because the Steelers drafted him in the third round. There was no quarterbacks taken in the second round. The sixth quarterback taken was Mason Rudolph by the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, they got they got an extra third round pick because they traded away Martavis Bryant, which we'll talk about in, in another show. But in getting and then they traded up a couple spots to get Mason Rudolph. Uh, I I absolutely love that pick. Obviously, has no fantasy implications this year unless right. Brian gets hurt. Uh, I've I've got to imagine that they'll probably still have Landry Jones as the number two guy. Just in, I guess it depends on where they're at in the season if Ben were to get hurt or what what the situation would be. But six five two thirty, I, I think he's a guy that he 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 for the first time of all the quarterbacks they've drafted, he is really being looked at as the replacement for Ben. And I, I'm, I'm for the first time I'm comfortable saying, I hope Ben plays two more years and then he's, he retires after that. Cause I'd be very comfortable handing the, you know, as if it's my choice, handing the franchise over to, to me. Yeah. I'm, I don't know enough about him other than his size and what they say. I don't really think there's any um, other person that seems to fit the mold that they've created with Ben. Um, he's got a, you know, strong arm. He's, you know, big and physical. I don't, I, I don't, uh, from an outsider looking in, um, I don't think, I don't think Mason Rudolph is going to be the guys. That's not the name you're going to be hearing for the next five years after uh, Roethlisberger retires. For some reason, it just doesn't, doesn't feel like he's going to stick. But because of the sound of the name. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, Mason Rudolph. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's just something about it. Doesn't you just say it over and over again, and you can't imagine the ESPN analyst saying that name. No, yep, I don't see it. Yep. It, I think I think, uh, I think, think he'll, he'll, he'll be given well, a shot, shoot. though. I think he should get a shot. Seems like a nice kid. Okay. Well, good enough. Good analysis yeah, there. <laughs> all right. Hey, so that's all I got. Do you have well, else? I was just going to say the remaining quarterbacks, I, I just was glancing and I have never seen the combination of first and last names like these put together uh, ever before it. I, I, I have no idea who these people are and I, I God bless them on their journey to play football. And um, I probably will forget them uh, just as easily because I'll never hear about them again. More expert good. analysis on quarterbacks. That's 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 really good stuff. Really good stuff. So I think next time we talk, we'll we'll talk about tight end rankings. That'll be fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds, because yeah, they're even uh, less important than quarterbacks. And we'll do a mock draft, which I think will be. A I lot say of fun. I say we do the mock draft of the kickers and the defense, um, and really oh, expand our analysis on those uh, positions. Well, let's do a mock draft without quarterbacks, tight ends, defenses, or kickers. Okay. Yeah, that should that'd be, be wonderful. Good. All right, man. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you. All right. Talk we'll to see you later. You. All right. Yep.